You're listening to the Sewing and Growing podcast and radio show with J and J. All right, hey everybody. Um, guess what? But at the time we're recording this podcast, it's foggy, it's rainy, and I saw a post that was so funny. It says, "Hey, welcome to Colorado. Um, Four thirty is winter, right? Ten thirty is fall. Two thirty in the afternoon is summer." And then we go back to winter again, so just dress accordingly, um, which is so funny. Um, I feel like any type of like Midwestern state, that's their motto too. They're like, you know, Minnesota, the, the place where you can experience all four seasons in one day. It's true for a lot of states, um, but it's pretty true for Colorado. It's the time of year that my vehicle becomes my closet. Yeah. Because I bring <laughs> shorts for the afternoon. I yeah. wear my jacket, but then I toss it in my car, but then I forget to bring it in at the end of the day. So then I bring another jacket. So now there's two jackets in my car. Yeah. It makes it quite difficult to figure out what you're going to wear for the day. Especially like when I go to church, because I, I am leading worship on the platform and I'm under the lights and it gets really hot. So man, I'm like in a t-shirt and then I go sit in the crowd afterwards and I get really cold. And so I, I got to bring layers. So anyways, um, if you know anything about me, you, you know that I love this type of weather. So I'm really happy right now. My wife actually sent me a video of our gutters overflowing with rain. And my response was coffee time. And she was like, no, the gutter is clogged. You need to fix it. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'll, be, I'll get right on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Let's just, is that a good enough intro? That's good enough for me, man. Is that We're- good enough just... I almost said gobbledygook. You know, what's what's this type of uh, talk that don't mean nothing? We can call it gobbledygook. Is that enough gobbledygook? Audio that is listener? for me, man. Thank all you right, so much. Let's do it. Today's podcast that I want to talk about is all based off of the parable of the sower, which is mentioned in all of the Gospels. We're going to be looking at it from Luke 8. And I'm going to entitling this podcast on, in, and only which if you say it a certain way, sounds like Norwegian names. On, in, and only. Three different guys, but it's <laughs> not. summer blowout. <laughs> On, in, and only. Let's read the section of scripture, Luke 8, 4 through 8, in the New King James translation says, And when a great multitude had gathered, and they had come to him from every city, he spoke by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he had said these things, he cried, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So my heart with you today, I believe most people who are listening to this podcast have heard this well-known parable many times, have heard a lot of teaching on this parable. Actually, I believe this is the parable Jesus said is the parable to understand all other parables. You have to get this one before you can understand all the other ones. And Jesus was really skilled at speaking to people where they were at. Most people were poor agrarians who were very familiar with casting seed. This is besides the point, but I want to make the point. Really, our place in hearing this parable is to look at our heart. I heard it said when I was getting ready for this podcast, we could call this the parable of the sower, but actually you could call it the parable of the soil. 
Because the main yeah. point isn't the seed. The main point is the soil right. that the seed falls on. Yeah. The seed is representative of the word of God. Yeah. The soil is representative of our heart posture and the condition of our heart. Yeah. But we actually can find ourselves as one who sows seed. God does, but I believe we're called to sow the seed of the word of God. Right. Paul said, how will they believe unless they have right. heard? And how can they hear unless someone's sent? We're all sent to sow the word of God into people's heart. Now, when we look at God and we look at the agrarian in Israel at the time in the Middle East, they weren't very specific. They didn't have a no-till drill PTO <laughs> attachment that made sure to get the seed deep in the soil. Yeah. What they would do is they'd walk around without a Scott's Turf broadcast spreader and take their hand and just toss it into the air and let it go wherever. <laughs> Seems like they had a better way of doing it back then, but that's the way they did it. They, they just getting pulled by a New Holland uh, tractor. Now, we talked about this last week, Pastor Jonathan, in your podcast about worship, but most people don't have expressive enough worship. Mm -mm. They keep it in their heart. They don't, they don't spread their worship free enough. Yeah. I think most of us don't spread the word of God around as free as we should. Yeah, We see a picture of the sower tossing the seed freely. Yeah. Now, I know we aren't supposed to cast pearls before a swine. I think that goes into spending deep quality time with people who aren't receiving it, but we should have a lifestyle that spreads the word of God freely right. wherever we go. The word of God should be coming out. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. Amen. But let's talk about on in and only. The first type of soil we see is the wayside. Now, this was actually the path outside of the field because the farmers didn't necessarily always want to walk in the field. So they had a wayside. They had a beaten down path that they walked on. Now, the seed that falls on this doesn't even get in the soil. Yeah, It's sitting on top. So I'm thinking of the heart as being the soil, which is what Jesus was getting across. This falls not necessarily even on the soil. It falls on the wayside. So my thought is, this is either on the heart or on the mind, which mm -hmm. isn't as strong as having something in yeah. your heart or in your mind. Yeah. You ever uh, told somebody, presented somebody with something powerful, maybe you're a salesman, and you you cast your pitch and then they respond. No, I'm okay. I, I'm thinking about it. I'll think about it. It'll be on my mind. I liked your little uh, presentation. <laughs> right now, I'm just thinking of solar panel Panels. salesmen who go and they, hey, they're beating the streets. You got to admire yeah, them for yeah. it. But if you ever give somebody, I'm thinking about it. It's on my mind. You know, the, the chances of that really sticking yeah, isn't it's very about to be strong. Off his mind as soon as I close the door. <laughs> exactly. Or imagine you say something to someone that you really care about and they respond, uh, you're not in my heart, but you are on my mind. Ouch. Ouch. That hurts. That's all that man. That's almost like worse than just somebody outright saying they don't like you. Seriously. But we have to understand this, that John one says that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God, Jesus and the word of God. Can we say are synonymous? Yeah. 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 They cannot be separate. So we might go, well, well I, I really appreciate Jesus, but how we treat the word of God. Well, it says that he values the word. He places it even above the name. Let's talk Whoa. about how much we're supposed to appreciate the name. Wow. Hold Ten on. Ten commandments. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take the Lord's name in vain. Yeah. We're not supposed to even use the Lord's name in a way that lacks power. Again, vain isn't using Jesus's name as a cuss word. 
or the name of the father as a cuss word. It's using it in a way that lacks power. Mm -hmm. But he holds his word even higher than its name. How we treat the word is how we treat Jesus. So what are some signs of the word being on, not in? First off, it lacks all transformation. The seed, we're not talking about hydroponics right here. (laughs) We're talking about seed getting in soil and then it germinates. If the word of God is not transforming our life at all, like we hear it and there's nothing happening, we know that it's not in our heart. It's on our mind. And the problem is not the word. Come on, the seed works. Yeah, you can have a seed from 100 years ago and if it's given the right environment, it will grow. So the problem is never the seed. And let's describe the seed the way the Bible describes the seed. The Bible describes it as the incorruptible seed. It doesn't just say seeds. Seeds are powerful. Jonathan said it. You can find a seed from 100 years ago. But the Bible goes one step more. Tomatoes. Let's go. Goes one step farther and says, this is incorruptible seed. So it lacks all transformation. There are people who know more about the written word of God than me, have more of it memorized, and they're atheists. Why? Because they never got it in their heart. They got it on their mind. They Mm. intellectually rose to it. It's the difference between faith, mental ascent, it's yeah. on your mind, but it's not in your heart. From the head to the heart. Remember that? Take, Take me, me on, on a journey. journey. I can't remember the rest of it, though. Yeah. The largest distance anyone will ever go is the 18-inch journey. That's the rough distance between the brain to the heart. Amen. Come on. So first off, sign of the word being on, not in, lacks all transformation. Number two, it's valued more by the devil than it is by you. We. We know from other versions of this parable in the gospels, the birds that devour it, that's the enemy's taking the word. Right. Listen, the devil will eat it, but you won't. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, he sees the value and he knows that there's transformative power in it. Not that he's going to use it to transform his life and get saved, but he just knows there's so much power in that that he can't afford for you to have it. I'm not trying to condemn you or I, but I'm trying to shake us up. If we're not being transformed by the word of God, the honest truth is the devil is valuing the word of God more than you and I are. Yep. Ouch. Let's move on because it hurts too much. So now we move to the stony heart and the heart full of weeds. Listen, now the word actually has made it in the soil, but it's not alone in the soil. Yeah. So the signs of that are, it's, first off, props. It's better than having it on because you're going to start having some transformation. It says that it springs up. Mm-hmm. You actually have germination. You have something breaking through the soil. You had sign that the word of God is actually working in your life. It's speedy, but it doesn't produce fruit. Yeah. And here's just a thing that I thought of. We can't always judge the success of something by how fast it springs up. And I yeah. know in our time period of history, we really value fast. Yeah, We don't necessarily value lasting. And One of the earliest representations of this I can find in the Bible is the genealogy of Esau compared to the genealogy of Jacob. Mm. When you read their genealogies, Esau's is grand. He amasses wives. He has children. The reach is far. Then you get to Jacob and it's like, eh. (laughs) It's very small, but we know that the generational blessing of God was on Jacob. Esau did get blessed, but to carry on the purpose of God on the earth, that fell on Jacob and it wasn't determined by how fast it happened, right. had a lasting quality to it. So first off, it's better than having it on. It has speedy transformation, but does not have lasting th- fruit. And third, it loses the battle with the distractions of life. Mm. The value 
Our time, attention, and resources go to distractions, not the word of God. Mm. Yeah, I remember a youth minister a long time ago saying that whatever gets the most time wins. Um, super simple, super true. I'll be vulnerable on this podcast or humble. I heard this. Don't be vulnerable. That allows you to be attacked. Attacked. Hurt. But if you're humble, you just talk about where you're processing. I thought that's a good distinction. I still, again, spirit of it, not letter. Vulnerable, humble, however you want to look at it. Twice this week, I've woken up feeling like God was saying something to me, which is rare. I normally wake up going, that was a weird dream. But I had a couple thoughts, and they both were about being hidden in Christ. The first one was about feathers, which was really weird. I was like, feathers, feathers. And I was thinking of the section of the Old Testament where David describes, keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me under the shadows of your wings. So I was thinking about feathers. And then I was thinking about if we hide ourselves in Christ, that we would have lasting fruit. And I had both of those. And I was like really moved. Oh my God, this is so real. And then I got up and I started thinking about work and the rain and the yeah. construction podcast. Podcast. No, I'm on a podcast. The construction. <laughs> the broadcast? Construct- you live from the construction. <laughs> the remodel of the nursery. No, the construction. Yeah. And I forgot about what God was saying to me. Oh, you ever had this man. happen? Yes. It, it gets so powerful, but then it gets choked out. Yeah. Yep. By the cares a, of this life. The cares of this life. That's a sign that you have the seed in your heart, but it's not alone in it's your not heart. alone. Let's move to the good one. Signs of the word being the only thing in your heart. First off, it's the only soil that Jesus calls good. Jesus often has a higher standard than we do of ourselves. And actually, the standard for our life is Jesus. Yeah. But when we read, it says, And some fell among thorns, and thorns sprang up with it and choked it, but others fell on good ground. That's the only one that Jesus calls good, is when the seed of the word of God is the only thing that's actually mm. in our heart. And it comes up quick, but it produces fruit. And I've got a scripture as I was getting ready for this that came to mind. It's 1 Peter 3.15 in the King James translation says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. The starting part of that says, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. What does sanctify mean? It means to set apart. And another section of scripture that I think of is Proverbs 4.23. Guard your heart above all else, for out of it spring the issues of life. I remember being at a Chinese restaurant with one of our friends. Do you remember Dustin bringing this up? We were all sitting there and he had a revelation. Yeah, Dustin bringing Uh, up uh, this verse and his revelation on it. He said, if you guard what comes in, you don't have to guard what comes out. Mm. Were we at Hong's Garden? No, we were at... We were at Masala and Curry oh. before it was Masala and Curry. Did I have the lamb vindaloo or was I going with the classic it was tikka masala? Whatever. Oh, it the, was before. It was. Before. It was a Chinese restaurant, <laughs> oh, man. It oh, wasn't I an know. Indian restaurant. J H Chen's Asian Bistro. That's so the I name had of dynamite it. shrimp. All right, I remember. <laughs> he said that, and I think that's the point of it. I'm going to rephrase it for this podcast. Remember, on, in, and only. We're on only. The only type of soil that God calls good. If we guard what comes in, we can be sure that fruit will come out. Amen. Um, I was just, sorry, um, I can maybe share all this at the end. I'm almost want. done. This is about the end. Um, I'm, okay. I'm quick. So w- w- that phrase you said, in but not alone, um, 
I was also thinking about the song by Dara McLean called Full Access. And she was talking about you can have all of me, every corridor, every everything. And I was just thinking about in but not alone. So the very thing that's really important to you is mixed in with a bunch of things that aren't. And it's like a junk drawer in your house. You're looking for that one specific thing, but you have to go around all the junk and eventually you end up giving up looking for it. Give, and it's like, well, giving up on Jesus or giving up on the word. Uh, and then I was thinking about, you said this, how we treat the word is how we treat Jesus. I'm like, man, some of us don't even really know where our Bible is, which is harsh. I just but, heard this shared from somebody, him and the person that they were with were hunting. They were hunting elk. Mm -hmm. And this person went through the awe of God curriculum by John Bevere. And John Bevere says to fear God means that you tremble at his word and you tremble at his presence, which makes sense because yeah. Jesus and the word are synonymous. Ooh. Two things, you tremble at his word and you tremble at his presence. And they had prepared to hunt for this elk. And he had both. You have to be very close in archery. And they're kneeling down and they hear the rustle in the leaves and they can hear it. And he said he literally started shaking, trembling. Yeah. So the revelation to them was, why don't we tremble when God comes into the room? Mm. And the person that he was with said, yeah, man, I feel like God could walk down the sidewalk and I wouldn't even recognize them. And the connection I'm finding from what you're saying is, if we have God in the junk drawer of our heart, we would sort through it and it we might in. push it to the side and not even recognize it because it's, it's there because it's with so many other things. That's Sanctify cool. the Lord God in your heart. I love the bow you're apt on it. Whew. Keep going. So come on, don't settle for the word being on your mind. Don't make it compete for your attention with the cares of this life. Prep the soil so that it will be the only thing in our heart. Yeah. Because out of our heart flow all the issues of life, on, in, and only, only is where the fruit grows. That's good. That's what I got, man. I love that. Three, how many points you got here? I like points. I know a lot of people don't. On, in, and only. Yeah. Remember, the one on the wayside is when it's mm. on, actually, not even your heart, because it's the wayside. It's not in the field. It's on your mind. Yeah. In is with the hard, rocky soil and the thorny soil. Yep. It's in, but it's not alone. <laughs> it sounds creepy, doesn't it? Not alone. You're not alone. It's among us. Among us. <laughs> when uh, <laughs> Pastor Mark Brzee was, was here, he was talking about the spirit among us. Really good. Very good teaching. But I kept thinking about that mobile game, Among Us. <laughs> and I kept hearing that like music. I thought of the mobile game too. It was making me laugh. Which isn't very scary of a game. No, it's not. I felt really bad because game. my nephew... Last time I was in Texas, he got a VR and his desire of his game was, I want to get Among Us. And I thought it was like some demonic game. I'm uh, like, that game's messed up, man. No. You're not getting it. He's like, no, Teal, it's not scary. <laughs> and I'm like, it is scary. Now, if you no, don't let not. your kids play Among Us, I'm not saying that you're wrong. <laughs> I just thought it was a lot darker than it was. No, it's not. It's fun. It's a fun game. It's not alone, but only. Only. The good soil is the one that's been cleared of all other things. And we sanctify God in our heart. And that's where the fruit goes. Yeah. Again, if we guard what comes in, we can be sure that fruit will come out 30, 60, and 100 fold. And that's what Jesus calls good. And let's live in the good life that Jesus has designed for us. Amen. Wisdom of the day? Yeah. Um, I think 
uh, what you said about the speedy transformation because we just we love the instant and so sometimes we think like oh like this is obviously of God like look how fast it's produced in my life and the thing about weeds is their roots aren't very deep at least for the most part so they spring up fast but they don't produce anything that's of value to my life right you know uh, a tree takes a long time, but it will produce fruit that adds nutrition to my life. A weed does not. Its roots don't go deep and it adds no value. Pasture grass here in Western Colorado. Pasture grass. First thing in March, man, just all over, it's bright green. Now my Kentucky bluegrass that you see at the church, it's brown. It's still dormant. Yeah. But right now, that cheatgrass, even though it's got no lot of rain, got too hot for it. The sun hit it, burned it up, couldn't withstand. My Kentucky bluegrass, my perennial rye. My zoysia. (laughs) It's still green, (laughs) folks. Yeah. So just thinking, I mean, you look even in the natural, there's been like some tech companies that just came to power and then they bankrupted years later because there was no solid foundation. It takes years to build up the the infrastructure for something like that to, to last. And so- right? Jesus said, I want you to produce fruit, but fruit that remains. So when something is constructed fast, a lot of times that's a telltale sign of not a good foundation, cheap materials, cheap labor, all that kind of stuff that is synonymous with, oh, that came, that building came up real fast, right? You see, you know, you're driving on the highway, you're like, wow, when did they build that? I'm not trying to judge people who are building homes, but I think that principle can be used here. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Which direction does a tree grow? Up and out. Actually, it grows down. Oh, yeah. The roots go down before <laughs> it goes up. Yeah, and yeah. I did the same thing. Uh, person asked that. Which direction does a tree grow? And there's two types of growth. There's the growth that goes down and there's the growth that goes up. But mm-hmm. the growth that goes down precedes yeah. the growth that goes up. That's good. That should be your wisdom. Unless you got it something else. Let's let that be the wisdom uh, of the day. Sometimes <laughs> you... Take the wisdom from somebody else telling you what your <laughs> you wisdom stole is. stole my wisdom. <laughs> uh, that's all that I have. Let's pray us out of this podcast. Father God, thank you so much. You care about our hearts. You love us. We worship you for that fact. I pray that with your help, we would cleanse the temple. We'd cleanse our heart of all the other things that compete with the word of God. And we would allow you, Jesus, come on, it says, let Christ dwell in your hearts through faith, that you would be alone. You don't have to have roommates in the heart that I find within myself. Lord, have your way inside of us. Help us not to have you on our mind, not in with other things, but the only thing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Hey, do us a favor. Share share this podcast with somebody that you think might enjoy it and be blessed by it, um, not because we just want a bunch more listeners. It's nice to have a bunch more listeners, but we believe that we're doing this for a reason other than hearing the sound of our own voice. Think that God... God put it on our hearts to do this. So if he did, then it has an opportunity to help produce fruit in other people's lives. So if you have been blessed by this podcast, just share it with somebody else. That'd be nice. And as always, you know, like, comment, leave a review. It helps the algorithm spread the word more organically. It's really nice if you just subscribe to our podcast. You don't have to worry about getting it each week. It will just come on your phone. It'll download. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, We'll catch you next week on the Selling and Growing Podcast with J&J.